Shalim Aleichem. This is a summary on the first Sicha of Parshas Bahalaischa and Lukati Sichas Chelik Yud Gimel. In order for the of this summary, we are not going to get into the woods, into the nitty-gritty of the questions of the Rebbe, but rather we're going to learn the Psukim, the verses in the Taira. Originally, as the Rebbe is learning it and explaining it, and everything becomes crystal clear and beautiful. The context is in Pedag Yud, in the middle of chapter 10, and starting from Pasuk 9, Pasuk Tes, and it says, If there will be a war that arrives in your land, meaning Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, there's an enemy which is oppressing you, you should blow the chatzetzres, the trumpets, and through this mitzvah, it's like the, the same mitzvah, like blasting the shaifer, it's a way to arouse our hearts towards a tshuva. In fact, the Hebrew word for avahadayasim, especially according to the Kabbalah, and the deeper meaning, avahadayasim comes from the word broken, by yivoda. It's a common word throughout Tanakh. It means to be shattered, to be broken. We're supposed to break ourselves through the blowing of the shaifer. But in any event, it says, that this is a form of tshuva, of course, but it says, you shall blast the trumpets, and through doing this, you will be remembered, before the Lord your God, before Hashem, and Hashem will indeed come through for you, and he will save you from your enemies. Continues the next Pasuk, in Pasuk Yud, and the day of your joy, and the day of your ending on your holidays, you shall blast the shaifer, uh, the, the 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 trumpets on the burnt offering, your burnt offerings and on your peace offerings. shall be for you a remembrance of before your God. I am Hashem, your God. Now, what exactly? It seems to be another mitzvah where we blow the trumpets. However, what does it mean to be simchas on the day of your rejoicing? And it doesn't say when are those days of rejoicing. What days are we referring to? And we can't mean that every personal joy that a person experiences, they go up to the temple and they bring a sacrifice. For example, we know about the Thanksgiving offering that an individual brings when they're saved from a crisis, from a problem. It can't be so in the days of your joy. Who knows? When you get married, uh, all kinds of joys. As the, but he says that can't be the case because the uh, the context, we're not talking about individualized events here. We're talking about being saved from wars. If you just look around the context, it's very clear that the mitzvah here is referring to a congregation, to the general uh, people of Israel. And indeed, the Rebbe learns, and the Rebbe says that this is so simple, that this is so clear to Rashi, that it says with a vav hamoisiv, it says, and it's continuing the same con- con- uh, uh, concept, it's continuing the same theme. It says you go to war, you have an enemy, you go to war, you're saved from the war, and in the day of your joys, in the plural, you're rejoicing, your happiness, meaning the day of your victory. This is a commandment from Hashem that after we celebrate, according to Peshitta Shemek on the simple level of the text, that after we win the vict- and are victorious in our war, that is the day of rejoicing, the day of celebration, we are commanded again to blow the shaifer. Now, the title wants to add to you additionally that other times of rejoicing as well. So once it mentions over the rejoicing of winning the war, it says on the holidays and as well, we are to blow the shaifer. And that's why Rashi actually tells us that these sacrifices that it's referring to are specifically referring to communal sacrifices. Again, based on the same idea, because the whole context is communal, uh, is, is community-based, and therefore 
the burnt offering is referring to a communal one, which happens every day. And even when it talks about the carbon shlamim, the peace offering, which the vast majority of peace offerings are private offerings that individuals bring, but yet there's uh, there's one on Shavuos actually, which is a communal offering. Rashi says this whole entire pasuk is referring to communal offerings where the trumpet is blasting when the offering is sacrificed because this whole context of this Pasuk is communal. Then the Pasuk continues and concludes, I am Hashem, your God. Now, this is a common conclusion of a Pasuk throughout Chumash. And Rashi already said in Shemais, and repeats it many times when it's necessary to repeat it, that when what is, does it mean when it says, I am Hashem, your God? It's trying to say, I am God who is going to award you for listening to my commandments. Or in other contexts, I will punish you for transgressing um, my commandments. So why can it mean that here as well? The problem is that, and why Rashi has a problem, is that being that it's coming in direct continu- uh, continuation of what we said a moment ago, victory of the war, this very verse, the day of your rejoicing over winning the war, you blow the shaifer. And then it says, Hashem says, I will reward you. I'm God who's going to reward you. But we just said a moment ago, it's repetitious, because you just said a moment ago in the end of the previous verse, by blowing the shofar, you'll be remembered before God, and Hashem will save you. So clearly, there seems to be, it seems to be a little superfluous to add the words, So Rashi actually does not. This is how the Rebbe learns. And uh, and when you look in the Rashi, you see that that's how Rashi learns as well. Uh, that the Rebbe is learning this in Rashi. That it's not that the... Uh, it's it, it, we're not taking away from the simple meaning. It does mean I'm God, Hashem is going to reward you. However, Rashi says there's an additional concept that is coming to teach you, right? Because it's difficult. Why does it need to say this at this point? It's repetitious. Therefore, Rashi says, Mikan Labmadnu. From here, the sages have learned. What have they learned? So they learned that a very interesting thing. It's something that we touched upon in a previous Sicha for those who are learning the Sichas in a previous uh, the previous book Yudbeis and Parshas Emor, where Rashi spoke how there are times on Rosh Hashanah where we're supposed to say verses of remembrance and verses of of uh, of Shifris. That means verses of Hashem remembering or calling us, and verses of Shifer of about blasting the Shifer, about blowing the Shifer. And over here, Rashi adds that there's a third set of verses that we are supposed to recite and bring to mind on the special days, uh, specifically on Rosh Hashanah, which is Malchus, verses which recall Hashem's kingship over the world. And Rashi says that that's what this is meant to say. In other words, we already learned in that verse in the book of Ayikra, in chapter 23, the regarding the uh, on verse uh, 24 over there, Chavdalid, Rashi says, I already learned from there the other two sets of things that we're supposed to recite. For those who recall, for those who remember, we'll say very briefly what it says over there. That it said over there in the Pasuk that on the first day of the month of the seventh month, meaning Rosh Hashanah, it should be for you a day of rest, through a remembrance for the blast, a day of holiness. And Rashi learns that it's referring to a commandment because resting is a commandment. is a commandment, clean clothes, etc. What is Zichrein to a remembrance of the blast? What exactly is it referring to? Now, to tell you that you should remember the merit of blowing the shaifer in a way, in other words, blow the shaifer by remembering the schus that you'll have of blowing the shaifer, Rashi says that's unacceptable over there. This is how the Rebbe learned over there in that talk, in that sicha that many of you have spent a long time learning at that time. Um, it can't mean that a back, it's too backwards of a way of commanding you to blow the shaifer. Remember the honor of blowing the shaifer uh, the schus that you'll accrue through blowing the shaifer, and thereby the tide is telling you to blow the shaifer. That's unacceptable. 
to tell you just in general, just like we tell you remember Shabbos and now we're telling you remember the Shaifer, also doesn't make sense because it's one day of the year. Why can't I just tell you blow the Shaifer? There's no time for you to forget. I don't need to tell you, tell you remember the Shaifer. Just, I'll just, just command me to blow the Shaifer. So Rashi over there says that what it means is it's commanding you to, to read things which objectively would make you remember the shofar. In other words, any day of the year, if you read these verses, they'd remind you of the shofar. So in other words, the Tate is telling you that what it wants you to do, it wants you on Rosh Hashanah to read verses which are reminders of the shofar. In other words, psuke shofars. Now, if so, the Rebbe said over there, why don't you say, why? it should have explicitly commanded us, say verses of the shofar. Why say it in such a way, remembrance of the shofars? Because essentially, really, we don't need to be reminded to blow the shofar, like we said a moment ago. So the Rebbe said it's coming to add uh, uh, Reb explained in Rashi over there that, it, that Rashi is saying that it's coming to add that you have to also say remember the verses of remembrance. Hashem remembers us because the remembrance of the Shaifer, because the Shaifer uh, reminds of the um, of the uh, Akedah, the binding of Yitzchak, and therefore it's remembrance before God, and therefore Zichrein Teru is coming to add that we should say verses of remembrance as well. So we learned those two sets of remembrance, Zichrein and Shaifer. Where do we get the third one of Malchies, which is actually the first one that we recite, the third set of Psukim of Malchies of kingship? We learned that from right here. Rashi says that the Pesach includes, I am Hashem your God. And what Rashi says... Rashi says that we're not learning from over here the, the psukim of zechreinus and shayfus of remembrance and shayfus that we learned in Parshas Emmer. We learned from here that whenever you have, in conjunction with, whenever you have shayfus and zechreinus, in other words, uskat and bechatzayitzris, the pasuk over here says you should blow the chatzayitzris, that's shayfus. And should be for your remembrance, that's zechreinus. Whenever you have those two in, in conjunction with each other, you should also remember the kingship of God. Ani Hashem Alekechem, I am Hashem. Um, your God. It's nice to mention that actually when we actually recite the verses in honor of these three things, this verse is actually recited as one of the uh, psukim that we mentioned in this set of verses of Shaifres. This is how the Rebbe learns um, Pshat in this Rashi explaining what is going on and what is Rashi uh, trying to say. Now, what does it mean according to a deeper Hasidic understanding, their spiritual meaning for all of this? And what it's saying is something very powerful, that when you go out to war, meaning when you're Yetzirah, when your evil inclination is overcoming you and it's you're in a very difficult place in your life, then the way to deal with it sometimes, a tactic that the Taita over here is essentially telling you is to break your own heart. In other words, that a person is supposed to plead before God to have mercy on his soul and to have compassion on him and to save him. Sometimes there's a person in a situation where they feel overwhelmed and they're not going to be able to overcome their Yetzirah. And this is the answer that you beg Hashem for mercy and you subdue yourself and, and, and before God in a way uh, that you give yourself over to him in, to a degree um, or entirely. And through that, that's how you overcome the Yetzirah. That's what it means, that you blow the Shaifer. Vahariyesa means to break, to break, like we mentioned before. So you break yourself uh, before Hashem. Now the question is, what happens after you win the war? You're in a good place. You're in a positive place. Maybe you're not supposed to be in a state, such a state of you know obli ob obliterating your ego, and so on. Now you enjoy serving Hashem. Now you're in a positive place, and you don't need to go beyond your reason. You don't need to break yourself, have bittul and achna, um, a certain level of subduing oneself before Hashem. So that's what the pasuk is teaching you. The day of your joy, you should also blow the shayfar. You should also do this same thing of uh, of putting oneself down before. God. And that's why it also mentions the burnt offering before the peace offering, because first one has to completely sacrifice themselves um, completely to Hashem, give yourself over, and then one could begin to engage in a more uh, normal way of uh, eating and enjoying, which is more of the peace offering. And the, this is a pasuk that was very meaningful um, to the Rebbe, actually in Tavshemem in, uh, in 1979, 
by Kesel Bracha and Amitzi Rosh Hashanah. The Rebbe told the Chazan Amitzi Talshevsky if he can make a niggin, uh, they were singing a niggin. And the Rebbe said if they could put the niggin to these words of this Pasuk. And from then on, there's beautiful videos, and they used to sing this Pasuk, as a matter of fact, in front of the Rebbe with, with the niggin, a very famous niggin. Uh, I'll just mention three seconds of it. So and and that's and that was very important to the Rebbe and very meaningful. And you see over here the Rebbe has this sikh and 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 the other sikha that we were uh, touching upon, which were actually they were both taken for the same fabrengan, to be uh, quite frank. And the Rebbe concludes this talk by saying that all of this, how you're supposed to nullify ourselves and become one with Hashem, is a communal thing, which is very much in a theme that the Rebbe was into. That's not about individual, private, that a person's doing it in their own life. The whole Jewish people together, in the most joyous way, we break our hearts, we break ourselves, we, we, in, 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 there's nothing more whole than a broken heart, where we offer ourselves to Hashem, and, uh, and that's, what, uh, that's what we celebrate as, uh, as Jewish people.